Um, I am delighted, though, to be joined by Cathy O'Neill. Now, Cathy is the coordinator at Onkishan in Castlereagh, and it was founded by Castlereagh Enterprise. Good morning, Cathy. How are you? I'm great, Kira. Thanks a million for having me here. Um, it's a delight to be able to talk to you about what we're doing here in Onkishan and Castlereagh in general. And I have to say, guys, for anyone listening in who hasn't came out here and saw the building, it's absolutely state-of-the-art. Beautiful when you're driving in, you can see all the lovely colours. And then when you just come right around to the back, fantastic facilities, great open space and just a, overall a beautiful atmosphere when you come in. But I definitely think a lot of that is down to the beautiful people passing in through here. Cathy, tell us, when did you start working here and how did you get involved? I have been here from 2019. I was chef for a very, very long time. And then I had went back and done a degree at the IT in Sligo, where um, it's new name now, the Atlantic College now, uh, University. Uh, and I'd done a business degree uh, specialising in tourism and event management. I would have worked uh, a lot of events and, uh, and really catering had took me in that direction. So uh, after doing that, I had had a few other jobs and then the opportunity came up here to work at Castle uh, and Kishton, which really helps combine sort of both aspects of my education, uh, where we train uh, a professional cookery or we train potential chefs for the future in a level five professional cookery course uh, that's funded by the GRETB. Fantastic. And like student-wise, I see here you have 13 full-time students. Like how is that process, we'll say, for them coming, signing up for this and what kind of, what loopholes was there and how did they navigate into actually getting well, on their the course? First, yeah, their first point of call is to get in touch with us. We advertise the course on our own social media um, every year and word of mouth counts will poster as well then. But it's a popular course, so they'll get in touch with us generally at some stage during the year and we will get them to come in for an interview. Uh, where we'll take them through the whole application process and the full details of the course because it's it's not just a cookery course there's quite a lot more to it we do nine different modules they'll do everything from personal effectiveness to food science uh, as well as quite a lot of cooking as well so uh, talking them through and making sure that they're right for the course or it's the course they're interested in uh, is is vital um, people generally come from, to us that are either interested in going on to become professional chefs and we'll assist them taking on a level six then generally in Athlone or some people come to us uh, to open their own business and want to get that sort of experience and that sort of grounding as to what they're actually doing and we can assist them with that as well. Some people come again just to enjoy the course and learn about something they're passionate about even if it only just improves their own cooking skills. Um, they um, the next stage then after that would be to start to register with the GRETB and stuff but it's uh, always good just to contact us first and come in have a look at the centre and we'll talk you through it Absolutely and for anyone kind of listening in as well because I have to say the facilities are amazing I'm in a full room here full of fantastic lovely computers I suppose the kitchen and things like that you've the full works there haven't you? Absolutely we have a state of the art full training kitchen that I think is two thousand over 2,000 square foot um, and with all the equipment that you're going to need. We would also supply people's uniforms and all their ingredients then too. So really to come and do the course, it's not costing you anything but your time. And, uh, and then we'll just take you through one step at a time. We'll start in September with culinary techniques and word processing, gets everybody up to speed. And then after Christmas, we'll go to pastry, bacon, desserts, uh, which is a totally different type of cookery than ordinary uh, savoury dinners, stuff like that. Uh, always with the focus on uh, the 
a professional attitude and going into industry then afterwards. So it's very different from your ordinary sort of cookery class. One amazing thing it is, you're really preparing them for the, I suppose, the, the, the huge standards that are out there. I think definitely, I know Ireland is a huge quality um, thing here. We're, we're great for food quality. Um, but what an amazing, everything here, the facilities, everything you're doing, fantastic work. I'm sure it's very fulfilling as well. And like, what have kind of the, some of the feedback been from students and things like that been over the years? Because you started in 2017. But it, it began, the project idea began in 2016. Yes, really, so sort of, and that was securing the funding, et cetera, for, for uh, behind here. But, uh, yeah, no, the feedback has been huge. The feedback is great. Uh, I've had uh, people describe it as life-changing. Uh, people who worked in industry for years, still doing this course, would describe it as eye-opening. Uh, because it, it just brings in so many things that they hadn't maybe thought about before as to why things are done the way they are, why we eat the way we eat, uh, the history behind uh, restaurants, um, the the p- potential that's out there. You know, the catering industry is not just hotels and restaurants. It's a very, very broad world where uh, and jobs are to be found in all of it. So be it from market stands... Uh, two high-end Michelin star restaurants and everything in between. Uh, there's a, a big world out there, and again, people just haven't thought about it so much. And we give plenty of time for class discussion on things like that, uh, different food trends, trying to keep up with industry standards then too. Uh, all these things are uh, tied into the course. It seems though, I think, what's the word, you give a realistic sense on actually all the amazing opportunities. I definitely think um, a lot of the time we might not realise how much opportunity is out there and different I think perspective is what you really really offer here but I can really tell from you you're very very passionate about what you do and absolutely to be running all of this coordinator you're a very busy woman you're a hard worker um, and I think that would be definitely that has a massive impact on those students I'm sure like what have you heard any like we'll say their follow-on from there any kind of little places maybe that really kind of I suppose surprised you or that you're exceptionally proud about um, I think we're always proud of all our students no matter where they, they go afterwards um, many of our students are to go straight on to do a level six so our, and now our sort of first batch of students I suppose anybody who was in that group would now be fully qualified some of them have went on uh, to specialise in pastry chefing um, working in hotels but uh, many of them uh, just go straight into work. They're generally um, highly sought, and I get phone calls on a regular basis of people looking staff, uh, and I try and hook them up as best I can. But it's generally anybody I know is that it will be employed already. Uh, we send them out. They do a lot of work experience too. They'll be out on work experience for at least three weeks in a batch, and then they'll go one day a week too, uh, throughout another month of the year. So, but we don't send them out until they have skills. So it's not like you're just uh, taking somebody on work experience that you then have to teach everything to. They have quite competent skills before they're sent out. So you'll train them towards your business, but uh, they'll have a, a lot of background stuff that's actually going to be of use to you as well. This is it. I'm sure it's a huge, massive kind of confidence boost. We'll say like people as well that are coming on to do the course as well. Do you find that you have a lot of people may say that have just came in with maybe just an interest in cooking or have you people that have come from all abilities like some with no level of cooking skills or what's the kind of 
I suppose, what's, what do you see? <laughs> what do you see? Come on. If only there was a normal student, there's not. We have, uh, we have took everybody from 16 to 69. Wow. Um, we have people that have, are, their cooking skills are, are virtually unknown. Um, and to people that have been working in industry then for years and are maybe just looking to get a qualification. Um, we have, even for the word processing side of things, I have had one finger typers that we will build up over those couple of months in order wow. for them to actually be able to pass an exam, write a report, uh, design a document. Uh, so yeah, there's a, a full level. The, the centre is nice. Generally, there's two members of staff and 14 students. And that gives us time to... Uh, spend with students and build up their abilities, build up their confidence is one of the big things uh, that everybody needs in their cooking. Because while we critique their food all the time, it's definitely not personal. And they, they come to realise that and they want to get it right. They want to get it better. So once we really sort of start educating their palate and, and teaching them that the food that you're cooking here is, is that focus towards industry. So you're cooking food that's designed for as many different people as possible. It's not your own personal choice. You might yeah. really like bananas deep fried with jam, <laughs> but your people just aren't going to pay you an awful lot of money to eat that. Yeah. So if you want your food, you want people to pay you for your food, your food has to be of a certain standard, mm. it has to be of a certain consistency, and uh, it has to be designed for other people's tastes as well. You know, it can't always just be about you. You can do all that as much as you want at home. That's great. But if you're taking that step towards something more industry-based and uh, on a a paid basis, ideally, is what I suppose a lot of our students are looking. Uh, You need to just educate your palate a little bit more. Um, So, yeah, it's a very wide range of students we'll take. Absolutely. And, you know, just to kind of, I suppose, a general question, I've always had that curiosity about um, the cooking world, but for chefs as well, I suppose it is an industry as well that has certain pressures. I suppose if you're there's timing, there's it's high stress. I suppose the high stress of a job, and sometimes that's overlooked as well. What do you say to students maybe that are kind of that are we'll say totally oblivious to, to that? that? Kind of what's your advice? We, we there? do spend a lot of time on discussion too for for how changing the the world the current world is at the minute. Um, it's that. <laughs> stereotype of years gone by of a, 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 an angry chef and all pressured and throwing things around kitchens. That world is gone. That world yeah. can't exist anymore. That is an unprofessional place. The best functional kitchens are professional kitchens with a solid teamwork and that involves having plans, having plans in place for dealing with stress. Hungry people are grumpy people. We know, <laughs> we know, we know, we, we know this. We know hungry. this. Um, and it's about feeding them and and dealing with them as efficiently as possible so uh, for the stress of the kitchen you're always on a deadline you know I'd see other jobs that people do it's like oh the the pressure is just like breakfast lunch dinner that's three deadlines a a day Um, and it's being organised takes a lot of that pressure off yes you will be busy but that suits a lot of people a lot of people don't Mm. like sitting behind a chair in, a, in an office or behind a, a desk in an office all day yeah. um it's active it's fun if you're working in a good team it's a re- it's a really nice job to do uh yes there's a certain amount of adrenaline that comes with it uh but that's that's a good thing and uh, it's an achievement because while it's it's three pressure deadlines a day it's also three achievements a day of we got that we've done that we got breakfast out for 200 people 
uh, we done a dinner service for 50, you know, our food was great. So it's you, it's very instantaneous reward then as well, because yeah. your, your food is ready that time. So, yeah, so we spend a lot of time talking about mental health in the kitchen as well, and things that students can do themselves uh, to look after their own mental health and ideas for what industry can also do uh, to support people in uh, dealing with mental health issues, uh, especially in a stressful place like a kitchen. Absolutely. Um, it's so true, though, I think there's, you know, there's ways of dealing with these things. And again, gone are the days of the chef throwing plates. That's that day is gone. Yeah, yeah totally. Totally gone. For anyone listening in, maybe, and they're a bit nervous or whatever, but they're living near to Castlery or they might be, as again, we said there earlier, like Castlery, it's so central. It's near. So Roscommon is a fantastic location for the facility. But anyone listening in, maybe, and it's something they'd like to try. What would your advice be there to how for them how to approach it? Well, if you were ever interested, of course, you can come along to any of our night classes. I'll hopefully be able to start some again in January. Just keep an eye on our social media. Um, or else there are other uh, sometimes part-time courses that I can run throughout the year. And again, they would be advertised through our social media. And just give us a call. Talk about it to us. You know, see, see what you would like. And we'll see if it's something that we're running, something that might actually suit you. I try and do a day's HACCP training here. I try and do a day's... Um, a barista training as well then where we're taking people from outside as well uh, not just our own students um, and then we have various wee events that we try and get going throughout the year too we recently helped uh, with the Ross Cowan Volunteer Fund had their um, AGM here uh, so that was really good fun and a great experience for our students to cook for something like that uh, in the summer we've done a food producer showcase day where we uh, invited uh, as many different food producers to come uh, showcase their product products, tell us their stories, and then the students prepared lunch using their products. So we had um, like Richmond cordials, we'd made an elderflower wow. cheesecake using it. We have Black Donkey Beer, obviously, it's just out the road, and it's a great supporter, I have to say, of Unkitchen All Round. And uh, we'd made like a beer sauce. Uh, to go with chicken so that yeah it was, it was a great day and it, we just found so many interesting food producers that we didn't even know existed we had uh, the best free from who's based in Castlery who does uh, keto diets and gluten-free diets and, and sells of the stuff she'd sprung up over COVID we didn't even know she existed absolutely fantastic Brilliant I'm starting products. to get hungry now and all I thoughts know, about know. food but actually yeah, for someone who is gluten-free and things yeah. like that I yeah. leave the facilities um, and everything to train people. Wow. Well, well, we we can do a certain amount with what we have, but um, the the showcase day was great uh, for that, uh, and obviously we'll use recipes that can be gluten free or keto or halal or um, Various, vegan. Yeah. Or some of the night classes I would have run would have specialised in vegan and vegetarian food, <coughs> but um, yeah. So we we tailor we the night classes we run we'll tailor to what people kind of want. So the last night class I run was uh, all about the dinner because really just from talking to people, everybody has to make dinner every night. Yeah. Everybody's sick of coming up with dinner ideas. Yeah, this is the thing, so yeah. it was just like, well, I'm making the same thing. What can I do that's different? So we've done a six-week course with two wow. different dinners every night just to give people ideas and try, try and keep the recipe sort of versatile. It's things that they can uh, yeah. adapt then to their own tastes then too. Uh, we've done another one then focusing again on uh, local produce where we picked one every night uh, and used their product in the, the, the food, the, in the recipes and the food that was produced. 
before that I'd done a vegan and vegetarian one and then we also done a basic cookery course so and then that was all COVID then obviously <laughs> the new night classes happened for quite a while then too and yeah COVID was a challenging time here yeah. with um, the fact that we ended up with double jobs uh, okay. whereas everybody everybody else seemed to be locked down at home we had turned ourselves into a community kitchen and we're providing 100 meals a day for free with the help wow. of Castlery uh, yeah, the, the Castlery volunteers were just brilliant they had drivers and we were delivering to people that were you know maybe coming out of hospital we had a 96 year old woman who was only out of hospital after getting a hip replacement oh, no, and her family okay. was afraid to visit her in the first lockdown yeah, now this was say, yeah. so to see a friendly face and somebody safely dropping off food to your yeah, house then every huge. day was huge so it was really rewarding and we'd done that for the first 10 weeks of the, in that first lockdown and yeah. after that restaurants and stuff were open again so we didn't need to do it anymore yeah but uh, we were also then teaching in the afternoons too on Zoom. So yeah, you was, had a busy lockdown. <laughs> we had a really busy you lockdown. We, the, we really what, did. You were watching no. the Netflix movies. No, no, absolutely not. Wow. No, we, we we were we were full on all round. Uh, so again, very rewarding, very enjoyable. And Castlery was just the, the community spirit of Castlery just rose to the challenge. Like I have to say, they were absolutely as everybody was in that first lockdown. But they were second to none. I have to say, absolutely. I do think community sport is a massive yeah. thing because I suppose these. You know, it's the sustainability of yeah, these things. Uh-huh. But, however, Cathy, without you, this wouldn't be possible. I just want to give you credit where credit is due. What an amazing, fantastic job you're thank doing you. here with everyone. Yeah, no, thank you very much. And obviously our future plans then are in full development now. We have an 11,000 square foot development going on at the back of the centre here. Wow. It uh, will be up to 10 different incubation units for food businesses okay. where you would be able to uh, rent at a sort of not-for-profit rent anyway. We haven't quite worked out the square footage rent yet, but it'll be reasonably, it'll certainly be very competitive. Um, and your a unit would be HSE compliant, so your walls, your ceilings, you'll have three-phase electricity, etc. your water supply, um, and all you have to do is cater it, or kit it out for your particular food business. If you're going into bacon, if you're doing roast meats, whatever, so you would supply the equipment for that. Wow. But, so this uh, will start your business kind of yeah, yeah so I wow. think overall I think we've had near, nearly 3 million worth of Euro, euros uh, worth of investment going into Castlery uh, which fantastic. is just fantastic like yeah so the uh, the base the cement base has just been poured yeah. <laughs> and the diggers are right there as, as we speak so we're hoping by next uh, summer really we should be up and running so if anybody's interested anybody has an idea for a food business and wants to get in touch about uh, the potential for one of the units. It, it should save you, it depends on what sort of unit you'd be building yourself, but it will save you thousands in actually constructing something for yourself or um, maybe a rent in a more commercial, for-profit based mm. rent area. So yeah, just get in touch. Wow. Cathy, I'm absolutely amazed. What a beautiful thing. I'm very touched by that thing over the pandemic. What a fantastic thing to be a part of, I'm sure, as well. You have some great memories as well, looking back at that. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. For anyone listening in, is there anything else we should be aware of? Or can you also as well let us know about social media links to follow you all on? We have our Facebook page. We're also on Instagram. Um, It's reasonably quiet on there at the minute, but (laughs) I'm just a little bit busy, but hopefully it will pick up again. Um, But so... Other than our, our development, that's really taken the focus for a, a lot of our sort of future development at the minute. Hopefully after Christmas in January, I'll get to do some night classes again. 
and uh, we'll do another intake of students in January. So if anybody is interested, our modules in January are uh, pastry, bacon and desserts and culinary techniques. And then you'll go on from there. But uh, in general, the course is 48 weeks long. So you're here for a full year. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but other yeah, other developments as, as they happen, uh, we shall see. The future is is bright and Castlereagh is, is a well you know, it's full of enthusiasm and is, is changing by the day at the minute with more and more development. So it's uh, great. It's an amazing facility and, and driving through the town and everything this morning and the coffee shops and everything. There's a lovely atmosphere, fantastic buzz in Castlereagh. Definitely a place to watch. So much happening. Um, Cathy, thank you so much for coming on this morning. An absolute joy to have you on and what an amazing opportunity to get to meet you. Thank you so much for coming. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure and uh, good luck to Ross FM too. I'm so glad we have a local radio station uh, and that's able to follow events like this, you know, because uh, sometimes in the greater scheme of things, uh, small places get lost. So we're all about supporting the Rossies. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day, Cathy. Thanks now. All the best. Bye.